Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. SEN Track, the new sound of chasing, pacing and racing. You can find it at 1593am. Think you can pick the Brownlow medal winner? Get help from those in the know. Betfair's Brownlow predictor is powered by a unique predictive model, which picked the past three winners the best strike rate in the business. Can Andrew Brayshaw win it this year? Will Lockie Neal become a dual Brownlow medalist? Or is Paddy Cripps prime for victory? Don't just guess. Join Betfair today and check out Betfair's Brownlow Predictor. Gamble responsibly. If gambling becomes an issue for you, call 1-800-858-858. Hello. Frank Walker from National Tiles. Our famous July spend and save is on now. Yes, our famous July spend and save is the best National Tiles event of the year. Spend 1000 and we'll only charge you 750 Or spend 4000 and we'll only charge you 2750 the National Tiles July Spend and Save is not to be missed, but you'll have to be quick. For full details, go to nationaltiles.com.au now and save. Conditions apply. Melbourne Storm are back at Amy Park for Sunday Fun Day. With just three home games left, don't miss this clash against the Raiders tonight. Plus, kids are free with an adult ticket. Get your tickets now at Ticketek or melbournestorm.com.au. First day of my new business, insured by QBE. Cue the lights. Cue the first customers. Hello. Cue the morning rush. Cue the unavoidable. Cue the call to QBE. Hi, sorry. Cue the quick response. We'll get that sorted for you. QBE Insurance on cue for thousands of small businesses before and after. Search QBE SME or talk to your broker today. See QBE.com forward slash AU for eligibility, the PDS and the TMD to decide if this product is right for you. The product issuer is QBE Insurance Australia Limited. It's time to gather the squad and start putting together a game plan because sports season is in play at Crown. With 20 screens to choose from, Sports Bar is your home ground for catching the live action from every major international sporting event. Or treat your mates to the best seats in the house by booking out a booth at the pub complete with a private screen and tailored menu. There'll be plenty to cheer about and plenty to cheers to. So get the team together and live a little louder at Crown. Patrons must be 18 plus Crown practices the responsible serving of alcohol. See Crown website for entry conditions. If you've come home to find your property has been damaged, call 131444. If you've had something stolen from your car, call 131444. If you've lost something or found something valuable, call 131444. If you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, call 131444. So save 131444 to your phone for when you need the police but not the sirens. For more information and for online reporting, visit police.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Imagine homes so well designed and luxurious, all electric and solar powered, saving up to 70% on energy bills by a builder with $7 billion in backing. Henley, tomorrow's homes today. Think you can pick the Brownlow medal winner? Get help from those in the know. Betfair's Brownlow predictor is powered by a unique predictive model, which picked the past three winners the best strike rate in the business. Can Andrew Brayshaw win it this year? Would Lockie Neal become a dual Brownlow medalist? Or is Paddy Cripps prime for victory? Don't just guess. Join Betfair today and check out Betfair's Brownlow predictor. Gamble responsibly. If gambling becomes an issue for you, call 1-800-858-858. The all-new SEN app. Download it today and never miss a moment of your favourite show. Streaming live anywhere, anytime. 
Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Top. Let's talk about football. Um, and I want to talk about... We can talk about horses and um, this is AFL, of course. We'll talk NRL as well. State of origin... We've got to cover at some point too because we right. go right around the country. Uh, Mr. Cheerleo was there Wednesday night. Yeah. I think he had a big one. Yeah, so. I think he might have. <laughs> but we need um, we need to talk about uh, sides like Richmond getting beaten at a dollar eleven. Huge, huge weekend of AFL, especially on the Betfair market. Now I do the Brownlow show on on Sam Hargraves' show. Sporting Capital during the week, and I said Adelaide will give a sight, Fitzy, and that they did. Let's touch on that. Now, I said as one of my plays, we've got 3 two, one votes or plays for the weekend. I said to back Adelaide at the 250 and lay off much shorter in run, and they gave a sight. They hit $1.25 in play, Fitzy. Oh. $1.25. Pies traded as much as $5 in run or in match, and um, obviously got the chocolates by five points. How's Nick Dacos, mate? 40 possessions and three goals. Um, outstanding. It's, it's, I've called the game on AFL Nation. It is. And to incredible. see him in person and how he's, good he is in, mate, he's a freak. He's just a dead eye, too. He gets it. His skills are elite. Um, I think he made one error on the weekend, on yesterday. So that was amazing. Um, obviously, Crows got out to, to 16 points in the third term and, and traded as low as $1.25. Uh, the Dogs controlled the match earlier um, against St Kilda. St Kilda are pretty plain, to be honest, mate. But um, Dogs basically controlled that match from start to finish. Jitter versus Brisbane, and even first half uh, saw Brisbane trade out to $1.92. Um, they ran away with it. North Melbourne, obviously the big one. Now, they were $10.80 in play, Fitzy, or not in play. Starting price, $10.80. Um, they went down in the last quarter and hit $12, but came back and won. So, huge upset there, $10.80. Um, for BSP on North Melbourne. Uh, Carlton-Geelong. Now, this was a good, interesting match. Um, Geelong and Carlton, obviously, Cats traded as high as $1.91 and they went on to win quite comfortably. But the big win um, for the Swans was huge, Fitzy. Overcame a 23-point deficit in the second quarter. The Dockers traded as low as $1.18, if you don't mind. And Swans hit $6.40 before running away with a comfortable win. Oh, it was super. A bit, a bit of a chat to Paps this morning. And, um, Did you? Yeah, they, were, they were keen. They were keen. They, 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 cut were keen. Up, they cut up. They know that Fremantle run a system, right? And, and one, of the, one of the best systems going around... And what they did was... Said, defensive systems? No, just their systems all around. They, they run a, yeah. a, like a defence attacking system, but right around. So Longmire's got them well drilled. Everyone knows they're well coached, Fremantle. But Sydney went over there and went, big ground, we're going to kick uh, short kicks to each other, a lot of marks, keep the ball off them, and it set the blueprint now on how to beat Fremantle. Especially on the big oval. Yep. So it was a, it was a big oval, a lot of space. They used their short kicks and took a huge number of marks and obviously their skills were, were fantastic and they, they've got they back, Sydney back their skills to, to hit those short targets. But perhaps I saw on Twitter as well, posted about Honeypot um, at Eagle Farm and we can get to that later, but um, a horse that uh, I think he might have backed, but it traded a huge price in playing one. So we can touch on that later, mate. We certainly can. Uh, quick one on the golf. Cam Smith, can you just touch on the golf for me? Yeah, I can read the market out. Now, this is a bit disappointing, the golf, because Australians will be waking up around Australia to um, look at the golf score. And obviously, 
He was leading heading into round three, Cam Smith, and he hit one over, 12 under. Rory, Rory McIlroy and uh, Hovland tied for the lead. Now, the market, Rory's very short, $1.97. There's been $18.27 million traded on the British Open as we speak, Bitsy, if you don't mind. Huge liquidity, um, $1.97, McIlroy heading into the last round. Victor Hovland, $3.05. Cam Smith, $16.50. Before we move on, just quickly... Have we got anything for the lay-in, or do you want to touch on that in the second segment? I, I reckon Shane, we need to touch to... on with Shane. So what we're going to do today, what we're going to do today is we're going to have the lay-in, and the lay-in is anything that you want to discuss that really gives you the heebie-jeebies. Now I want to read a couple of texts out today, <laughs> Miles. Roll on the A-team Sunday as always. Easy multi yesterday. Savage one into Fanta to Aguilar, my only downer after a questionable ride. Can the Miso get a shout out for ordering the skip in on a Sunday? Good on you, Shawnee. Yeah, well, shout out to you for ordering the skip. <laughs> Um, I think we can safely back the Cats for the flag. They were magnificent last night. They certainly work uh, from Maruchidor. Big fellas in. Morning, gents. Uh, I've made the decision to cash out one of my bets on Lockie Neal for the Brownlow. No, you don't cash out now. Uh, no, you do? And you don't what cash you out. What do you, you do, on, Tom? You get on Betfair and you start trading. You can lay a bit. You can back the others. Build a green book so you make profit either way. That's the best way to do it, mate. Yeah, well, I've got, you know, I've got Neal at 26s and I'm waiting till at least the last round before I make a play there. You don't do it now, big fella. Do it on the fair a bit later. I'd be interested to know the stats of teams leading at half-time and losing. I've pulled a couple of good strategic lays at half-time. Saints last week, Dockers last night. Good on you, Rhino. Now, what we want off the text machine this morning is things that give you the absolute gripe. So, these are like airports, airport security. These are the things that go in the lay-in. People... Are we doing this now, are we? Well, we want them to come in on the text oh, so that yeah, when we yep, get yep. Um, yep. Cheerio on the other side... So just can I just define lay bin? So it's yep. things that you obviously laying is uh, unique to Betfair. Obviously, you've got your backing. You can lay. You can trade. Whatever you might do. Laying is things you don't like. So you're, you're being against them basically, and you're laying airport security. Yeah. Well, it, it's, I'm just using that as an example. So it's yes. you know I'm laying people that stand up to to and then fill the aisle to get off a plane when you're all going to get off at the same time. People that clap when the plane lands. It, like, well, that's, look, if you that happens, you're an absolute fair dinkum. Yeah. People that <laughs> sprinkle cumin on hummus. Uh, yeah. That's a shot on our producer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on your hand. But these sort of, um, there's a few. I, I'm, I'm massive on the booing. I think if you're a grown person and you go to a game of sport and um, you're just flat out screaming booing. You might be uh, oh, laying a few of our listeners here, Sean. Yeah, look, look, I don't mind about it. I, I think if you're a grown human... Uh, and you're booing. Wearing, you, wearing, turning up to a footy game, wearing a team's kit that aren't even playing. That's yeah, straight in. It's kind of being like, yeah, that's, is that another pot at Hannah? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, I, that, wasn't, that wasn't meant to be. Like, if you, you turn up to the Adelaide Collingwood match in a Fremantle kit, get out, or a port kit. Yeah. No, it's, don't want that. We, well, we certainly don't want that. Um, I, we want your gripes. So send them in, 0499 736, hashtag, or hashtag we're going to talk about them on the other side of this. Shane Churlio to join us. He's also going to give us a bit of a look at the Sunshine Coast as well, Tommy. We might jump to our first break. And on the other side of this, a great man himself, Toowoomba Tips, joins us on the Sunday Bet Fair Edge. Welcome back. Sunday Bet Fair Edge. Miles Fitz, the Tom Adelock. Thanks to Bet Fair. The Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. And as always, gamble responsibly. Our guest to join us very shortly, Shane Churlio at Toowoomba Tips. Get him up on the line. A couple have chimed in. My gripe, uh, little ex-jockey's not rating a Goodwood gr as a group one. Lol, Peter from Moon to Bay. I like that, Peter, from you. Moon to Bay. Uh, I've banned myself world, from the Moon footy so I don't get arrested because Braden said he doesn't boo, he just abuses. <laughs> I'm laying the term baby bombers every time Essendon win. Gav from Maruchidor. I agree with that. 
Uh, morning miles, great day on the punt yesterday, especially Belmont. Um, tough day. Scotty from Oggy's chimed in. I've got to park yours, Scotty, because you normally go pretty well, don't you? So I'll park all your best. I'll read them in the next show. Soy sauce on potato cakes, Greg from Maruchidorp, like that. Uh, my gripe is those North Melbourne players um, who applied pressure in a game of footy for a change, which meant they tried, and at the same time threw it right in the face of David Noble. Well, that might be something that we've got coming up from our next guest, Tommy. I would have thought. That's right, mate. Um, yeah, Moonta Bay, good part of the world too, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, you, you know that area well. I know that area very well. That's you. So there you go. Yeah, um, I um, like them. They're good, uh, good lays. Uh, there's also uh, lay bin. There's, I've got a. I've got some um, peanut that it seems to always like. I seem to have a peanut for about three weeks on Twitter. Always mm-hmm. gets me on Twitter, and I, or I've got one that chimes in and keeps saying that I need a lift, and he said. He's lost five thousand or ten thousand, like absolutely talking trite. Um, and but he's saying, "Oh, you had a terrible day yesterday." And so, well, you look through like someone picking one bet and it losing, and saying you've had a terrible day, and then not following any of your other bets when they win. Those peanuts go in the lay oh, in the lay bin. I'm letting that go through to the keeper. Yes, yep, fair enough. Soy sauce on uh, potato cakes. Is it potato cakes? What else are they called? Scallops. What? Are- What's the what's the story there? Hash browns? No, they're different. They are they different? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, there's lots going on. Just waiting for the signal from Hannah to let me know that our next yeah, guest on. Is, uh, is up there. He's here. I'm just put him in the. Um, I've got to put him in the phone box. I don't think <laughs> going well here Sunday morning. I don't think he's he's been released here, so I'm not sure if Hannah can get him up there, but I can't oh. for some reason. Might have to hang him up and I'll dial him on my end um, and see how we go there. Or is he there? Shano, you there, buddy? I'm here, mate. <laughs> hey! There he is. He's already pulled up. Welcome to the show. Now, mate, we're talking about the lay bin. We're going. One of the uh, one of the gripes, uh, we saw you on Twitter last night. You mentioned, you mentioned that one of your gripes is that North Melbourne players getting up after the change of coach. That's got to go in the lay bin, surely. Has to. Um I was a bit tongue-in-cheek when I said it's a sign of weakness, but um, <laughs> just in case there's any lunatic North Melbourne supporters out there that know where I live. Um, <laughs> yeah. but it's got to go in the lay bin, doesn't it? Poor old Dave Noble would be sick on that. Oh, how's, how's the uh, interviews after the game saying we did it for David Noble? Like, you couldn't have done it three weeks before that. Yeah, yeah it was pretty, I thought it was pretty ordinary. I'd be filthy on it if I was Dave Noble. <laughs> no, hey, yeah. it. They're all in the lay bin. Shano, just before we get stuck right into a few things, a few people are chiming in off the app and um, and talking about decent gripes. But before we get in, just tell us a little bit about your journey. You're one of the, the I'm not going to sit here and blow um, smoke up your backside for the entire time, but uh, you're, you're one of the best going around. Um, where did it all start for you with the, the form and doing the horses? And you got a decent following. Was it just always been in your blood? Oh, not really. Not the wagering side. I've like I didn't grow up in a from a or work in a wagering background. Um, like I couldn't be sort of more polar opposite. I suppose I was just a when I lived in Victoria, country Victoria. I just you know played footy and had a few bets with you know the boys and go and look at the results after the footy and that sort of stuff. Really, uh, it was a big like uh, harness racing town. Uh, when I moved to Toowoomba for work, that was about nine years ago. I sort of didn't know anyone when I would come here, so I basically just went up to the racetrack and, and tried to find someone that trained horses that I could buy a small share in and just get involved that way. And 
ended up finding myself following my own horses to the Toowoomba jump outs, which are held every Tuesday. And every Tuesday, there's about 60 horses that were jumping out in, you know, six horses in 10 heats. And they weren't televised anywhere or no one knew which horse was what. You'd have to write the brands down on the horse's shoulder and then go home and, you know, plug it in the computer and try and find out what the name of it was. Uh, so I sort of found, like, accidentally found an edge, basically. And I was betting off those jump outs and that sort of, you know, I was winning a bit and started, um, so I started, like, focusing on it a bit more. Um, and then when the job I was sort of moved up here to do was coming to an end, um, I sort of put more time into sort of, you know, recording results and looking at the data and sort of, uh, and it just snowballed from there, really. It's a great advertisement for actually buying horses as well, buying shares in horses, but also finding an edge or finding something that can you can do well in it. And there's a lot of people out there, Shane, that um, probably listeners wanting to do something similar or, or don't know how to go about wagering and, and punting and trying to make a profit. Have you got one piece of advice for them? You can't, you, you, you don't know if you have an edge unless you keep results. Yep. Ooh. And you can't survive without an edge. Have you heard Fitzy went well yesterday? Sorry, mate. Have you heard Fitzy went well yesterday? Oh, jeez, you blokes. Um, Well, you don't have to look any further than Twitter to know who went well yesterday. (laughs) Well, I know people get sick of it, but um, it seems to be a common occurrence. Um, Anyway. (laughs) What, you're uh, doing well? (laughs) Shano, mate, let's. Well, want to keep this before we go to the news, mate. A couple of other things that, especially from a racing perspective, what goes in the lay bin for you? I'm one of my biggest gripes in the lay bin with horse racing is I'd rather a horse be in a position to win and lose on the post than a horse be flying and make doing two to one flying late and they've waited too long. This is very hypocritical of you and be your favourite horse, mate. No, no, no. I've, that's that's my next one. So, and flying late, uh, and I got, I always find patterns where some jockeys wait, fly late, they go down by a half head. The other one is yeah. also people calling horses that are group one performed and or group one placed cats when they've probably never owned one, never been anywhere near a group one, and they're happy to call a horse in a group one that's run a place or won one a cat. Makes no sense to me. The non-winner type argument you make, sort of thing. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know how you can call a horse placing in a group one a cat. You just can't do it. It's They're not cats. They're in a group one okay. placing. Come on, Shano. What are you, yeah. What's going on in the lay bin? Um, yeah, so jockeys that are on leaders that slow down Ooh. coming into the corner. Yes. Coming out. Um, like you're giving it, like I just give away their advantage and give and get let the back markers have momentum. Yep. Um, and it sort of ties into a little bit of what you said about um, I'd rather be kick and clear and get run down on the line than be sitting up, styling up at the 300 and then giving the horse its head and flashing home and getting beat a neck. So, yeah, they can both go in the lay. You know, I like um, I like momentum. Can the I... horses in rhythm and momentum. And when you're on, when you're in front, I like getting sort of like building the revs coming into the corner and then kicking off the corner and giving them something to catch. I love that. 100%. Can I put something in the lay bin? Yeah. Sky Channel. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. where you're going here. Yeah. I know where you're going here. I've forgotten the race number, but Flemington yesterday, a photo finish, one of the tightest photos you've ever seen, and they put the tote pools up, the dividends saying photo finish, you can't even see the photo. <laughs> like, get out of town. Uh, no, the no, other no, no. one. Sorry, Jano. 
No, I'll say I, I did see Tom tweet that. Um, <laughs> know that Tom's angry about something when he gets to Twitter. Yes. To share his uh, frustration. That, that, was, that was a classic. You could only see the horse at the top of the screen. You couldn't see that the nose of the horse at the bottom of the screen was cut off with the dividend. Two, two other ones okay. with that are the, are, the, are the graphics below when the... When the uh, when the showing the horse below, especially at some of those New South Wales and Queensland races where the horses are a long way away, and they put the graphics below that a horse is sitting in second, and it's clearly not. Yeah, they get the graphics wrong. Yep. Um, and well, what's an oh, or a race caller saying that uh, uh, we, we might have one in Victoria that always likes saying that a horse has got up, or it's uh, going too well and got a career away, and then they get rolled. Oh, the early crow the early from the crow. race caller. Early crow. Oh, there's a few of them. Yeah. Shane's favourite race caller is known for that. <laughs> Um, look, I, I've been. I had it. I had the. Um, I had the privilege of, privilege of spending some time with my favourite race caller from Victoria. I'm not sure whether they're allowed to name names on the show, but well, you can. Um, I can't. <laughs> but I did tell him that uh, race callers are like the most blessed job in racing. It's the easiest job. They're not accountable. They can say whatever they want and get it wrong, and no one, you know, they just have a bit of a blow up about Twitter. Easiest thing ever. Race calling races. <laughs> easiest. Oh. Easiest game in the world. I'm sure if we got Darren Flindell on, uh, his pet gripe would be getting Essie uh, and track tipsters going through the Chautauqua uh, win with yes, him verbatim at the casino. No, 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 at the sorry, casino yeah. at Magic Millions. Uh, I don't think Darren appreciated me all that the, much. He's putting you in the label. <laughs> he's I'm putting me in the. You remember that night, to be fair. Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, going <laughs> Chautauqua. <laughs> Can he do it? Yeah, he's yeah. flying. <laughs> it's funny. Funny you say that because I, I ran into him in a pub in Sydney and I done exactly the same thing. <laughs> he's, hey, uh, he's only got himself to blame. He's, he's only got himself to blame. He made that call famous, so he's got to own it and wear it. He did. Shado, we're going to try and wake you on hold, mate, and uh, we're just going to jump to the newsroom. And on the other side of this, we're going to have a look at uh, some Sunday sports, some tips and previews. A few shorties at the sunny coast that I like I want to ask you on. So we'll just jump to the newsroom. We'll be back. The Sunday Betfair Edge, thanks to Betfair. And, of course, the Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. And, as always, gamble responsibly. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. All thanks to Betfair. Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today and as always, gamble responsibly. Shane Cherlio on the line from at Toowoomba Tips. He is up there in the north. The king of the north himself. I'm pretty sure we've still got him. He's still there, Shane? Um... Yes. I'm not sure whether we've finished talking about it, but big, strong Queensland state of origin players that won the series wearing ski masks or a bit of beard and getting their eyes after celebrating the win. <laughs> yeah, don't mind that. That's a no, massive I'm, lay I'm laying that trend. Australian did it after they won the Ashes, didn't they? Disgrace. Don't know what it is. Few off the few off the text. Uh, Laybin. Um, Morning, gents. Looks like we lost again. Laban Tom Papley gets his leg up in the state of origin multi, but ruins Hazelby's leg. Yeah, I agree. Scotty from Bayswater. <laughs> uh, um, someone's talking about the bulb trees. That's Michael. Uh, the gripe with the photo finish on Sky was watching the races. A bloke said to me, I see, I told you the inside horse one. Couldn't even see the other horse. <laughs> and uh, what about Sky having a major meeting on a quarter screen? John from Bentley East. Yeah, that's a big gripe too. Hey, um, 
Shane, I want to just tell us in regards to, I want to talk just really briefly before we get back into the funny stuff and the horse racing, um, is the how you use Betfair in regards to sort of back laying and trading. Do you do use Betfair a lot in sort of taking prices in horses that you know are going to shorten taking the profit or are you laying horses in run or backing in run? Yeah, I, I use it for like a lot of different things and those few examples there um, I do use. There's, um, you know, if I do a, if I do a race, for example, where uh, there doesn't, you know, there doesn't look a, like an obvious leader, for example, or one horse is going to lead and it's, you know, double figure odds, um, I'll back it lot pre-off with the expectation that it'll lead and trade a lot shorter in run. Um, you know, so you just for an example, you might be on something at sort of 8 or $9 and if it leads as you expect, it should be able to give a kick on the corner and it's going to trade substantially shorter in run. So I can put a, a lay, uh, you know, a lay bet in the system to sit in there. So like if you're just looking for rough figures, you might have $100 a win at, at $8 and then you might put a lay bid in at, um, you know, $3 for 150 or something like that. So you have the horse going to if you get match, you know, if it wins, you're going to win, whatever that works out to be, 350 And then if it loses, you still win $50, that sort of stuff. Um, I think that's a, um, that's something that I do a fair bit, actually. I don't mind doing that. Not necessarily trade out either, like, but you can do. If, you, if I identify a horse that I think will start shorter, you can take the fixed odds price early and then lay it back on Betfair. I know a lot of people, that, you know, do do that, and it's... um. You know, it's smart to do. It's it's only like I suppose it's depending on what you're in it for. Like if you if you it's quite I wouldn't say easy. That's the wrong thing to say. But if you if you're patient and you're you know responsible and um you know you're sort of treating it like a business. There's so many opportunities on using Betfair to do those sort of things to have horses running for you for risk free. I think that's the the big advantage and something I've learnt, Shane, as well. You you can make money so many different ways and. There's so many edges out there, whether it be trading, whether it be in play, whether it be just betting on Betfair, backing, backing multiple horses. You've also got sport. Now, the golf's on at the moment. I know you dabble in a bit of sports punting, Shana. You're a big D's fan. Um, obviously, good prices and, and sports like the golf are, are fantastic for the exchange. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, not, not only does Betfair offer a great platform for wagering, Tom, but there's a lot of great free information on the Betfair hub as well. Um, so you can you can find some other guys, uh, you know, that you know professional analysts and punters of, of certain sports and racing jurisdictions that you can just get on the hub and get their info and and you can build some nice books around, um, like you say, things like golf. But if you get in a winning position, just just hypothetically, Tom, if you took eleven dollars Rory McIlroy in the Open, hmm. he's trading, you know, he's sub two dollars right now. So you can sort of you can lay your stake back and have him going for free tomorrow, no risk, maybe a small profit even if he loses uh, today, sorry, and cheer him home. Um, that's, that's right. And we had the same. Both we, had a, we had a listener tune in and say he's uh, on Lockie Neal for the Brownlow and he wants to, to lay off or hedge his bets. He, he said cash out. Cash and we're out. like, don't cash out. Yeah, well, you can don't. cash out on Betfair, but just lay him. Just build a market around it. You can do whatever you want. And that's the beauty of Betfair. You can... Name prices, you can uh, back others, make a green book, whatever you want to do, Fitzy. Right, you can. Right, boys, I'm going to kick this away before... I'm going to start with my lay of the day, you know, and this is... I'm really going to put these on the line here. I'm going to lay Port Louis at Matawa in race number two. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm going to lay Port Louis. This... Uh, there's no way I can back this horse. What a horse. And I can't put it in any of the multis. He's had 10 starts. Oh, He's him. never won one. 
he, he's never won one. He's raced. He started under four dollars or something. Uh, has he? Well, last time he got beaten at Sandown in a maiden, he got beaten at a dollar twenty six. Yep, I remember it fondly. It was good. Fun. So I'm not. I'm laying. Uh, there's my lay. So I'm going to lay him, but I want a couple of lays from you boys, and then I want some tips, please, in about the next three or four Here you minutes. Go, Shano. What are you laying today? What are you backing? Anything? Uh yeah, there's a couple there sort of worth looking at, I think. Um, Sunny Coast, there's some short price favourites early. Um, it's, you know, they're maidens or lightly race horses, sort of. The first one in particular, Larrikin Rogue. Oh, trial's um, huge. Trial was huge. It's sort of hard to lay it. Like, you wouldn't... I don't know whether I'd be backing it at the price, but, um, you know, it's just not a horse I'd want to lose on because I'd expect it to be winning. You'd well, probably sh- say sh- the same... Shano, just on that, my best bet up there is Larrikin Rouge into Winburn and just take the two as a double. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm going to have... Okay, well, let's talk about the Winburn race, eh? That's a yep. great yep. place to start. Um, sort of mentioned earlier about, um, you know, Toowoomba trials and jump outs. Race five, number one, Argyle Lane. Um, oh, no. I think it's a half to incentivise this horse. Um. It's it's trialled at Toowoomba. Uh, it's also had a couple of jump outs and gone really well. I find it difficult to sort of map first starters, but just on just on ability and what I've seen, this horse has got a you know it's got its fair share. Maybe the thousand metres too short, um, but in saying that, I thought Winburn might have been a bit short as well. So, oh, I like this. Um, I'm, I'm taking on the head. I'm taking on the king of the yeah, north here on, on his own deck. Oh no! Betfair, um, you can put up a price. Shane will lay it. <sighs> Yeah, I bet he will. What else he got for us, mate? He's obviously he's got the right form. This horse, Winburn. Like if you go through, uh, you know, his previous runs. You know, he's been in much in much easier class, and he was a, a nice trial winner at the Sunny Coast. So you, you know, you'd sort of expect it. But at the price, I think it starts a little bit. I don't think it can start any shorter than what it is. It probably gets out a bit late. So I'd be. I was going to have something on Argyle Lane each way, just on. Uh, what I've seen of its ability, and comparing it to the other horses in the race, um, you know, there's no superstars here. Um, he doesn't have to be, you know, much good to be competitive. Um, so I'm ha- I'd rather be on Argyle Lane each way than backing Winburn. Yeah. Um, my best lays in in the next race six, number one. I've already started to drift slightly. I see this morning, but I'm gonna I'm gonna um, lay this win in place. Ooh. American Red. Um. Sort of back to the 870 at Toowoomba. Off a couple of defeats at Toowoomba over 1,200. Just clearly didn't, clearly didn't get the trip. Um, but was able to like, sort of jump on speed and, and bully him at 870 around Toowoomba. And um, this is uh, this is a, just a different gravy, this race. There's a lot more depth in it. It's drawn wide. There's a lot of speed underneath it. This thing could be cast three and four deep. And you've got some decent horses that are going to be sitting in nice trailing positions, which can finish off strong, nordly on. Uh, Caribbean King, Bean Dancing are all going to be sort of stalking it, I think. Um, it's a big chance to miss a place. So race six, number one, my best lay. All righty. What about best bets? Because we're starting to get a little bit short on time, brother. Uh, look, probably uh, probably Argyle Lane each way at the price. I think it's it's worth something each way. Yeah, no, nothing running for us tomorrow or during the week we can keep an eye out on? All that you haven't got a price about uh, yet? <laughs> No, not really. I've had a good look at Grafton. He won't tell us if he was. Yeah, what what about at Grafton? (laughs) Had a good look at Grafton today. Um, Yeah, I thought... uh, Where were we? Sorry, mate. You caught me half on hockey. That's okay. (laughs) 
It's, it's only, um, like you said on Twitter, you're only coming on my show. It doesn't really matter. I've met my hero. Um, job no, done. I thought, I thought race one, number two, might be able to get the job done here. Dual flight. Yes. Like it's, it's good enough last time, you know, over the 2,500. Like, it wasn't overly impressive. But as far as sectionals uh, on the day, it was pretty strong for the, like for the whole meeting, and that was over a race over 2,500 metres, so it was a pretty strong performance. It, like, this is over 3,120, the time-honoured hooked-on seafood benchmark 58 at Grafton over 3,120. It's, it's, it's going to stay all day, and it's around $3, and it's as good a bet as anything in the race. Yeah, I've got it on top as well. Shano, I appreciate your time, mate. We've desperately got to go to a break. Look, I'd love to have you on another couple of shows if, you, if you're more than welcome to come on. wasn't too hard. No, any time. It's, it's, a, it's a privilege for me to um, to be on your show, mate. <laughs> You're unbelievable, mate. Have a good uh, have a good Sunday, my friend, and we'll chat later on. Get that bottle of wine no, off no, you. Right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shane Shirley, I there. Hey, uh, what we might do, we might break and come back for that race at Grafton. I've got dual flight on top as well, Tommy, so why don't we do that, and then we'll get some tips out before the end of it. Happy? Yep. Tom Aylock, Miles Fitzner, thanks to Betfair. The Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Check it out today, and as always, gamble responsibly. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Sunday Betfair Edge. About to go Grafton race one over the 3120. Interesting little race over the 3120 benchmark 58. And we're all with the two. So having a little nibble there. Tommy, Dad, we've Dad's got it. A... just rolled in and gave me a wave. Heard his credit and he's... Give me, uh, sledging me behind the glass here. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. They're jockeys for a reason, mate. Uh, <laughs> you won't like that either. Oh, we've got to get him in a good mood today. He's coming up shortly, about 10 minutes. Uh, talk, about about a- just talk, talk about A team in the house. Hannah Montana, too, producing us today. Yeah, the best in the business. Hey, um, Tommy, we've got about uh, four or so minutes. Yeah, about four minutes. Now, Rather than, I know you don't really have many best bets. We're going to cover them too when we hit trackside in a minute, thanks to Betfair. And don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back all those same game multis only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. But a couple of things I want you to talk about in regards to some horses getting beaten yesterday at short quotes. Yeah, well. Or shorter um, quotes in run. A couple of major sick beats. And you text me one of them, Mr. Have a Chat. Now, start at $13. I actually was going to back this horse and I only backed it to place. And I was spewing at the 200 because I backed it to place and I was like, oh, it's home. He's going to win. $298 matched to $1.01, Mr. Havichat, when he skipped clear and oh, got gross. beaten on the line in a tight photo. So that was gross. Spiritualized, um, started Betfair starting price $3.50. Again, this had 1900 at 101 traded on it and got rolled. So two sickest of sick beats there. Just on that, um, Eagle Farm was amazing. That's Honeypot, that race five. Honeypot. $2.97 Betfair starting price, Fitzy. Traded $1,000 in play and got up. Now, I don't know if you remember the race, but that is some sort of win. So a lot traded $200 and above, um, but hit $1,000 in play and got up, which is unbelievable. A couple of other massive ones. Made in Milan, one race nine at Morfittville, $670 in play and started 130 Betfair starting price. So uh, if you've jumped on that, you're laughing. Uh, yeah. Crazy. I'm spiritualized is probably third pick up there. I didn't see what happened to Burning Bell later on. I had a Samu uh, up there, but uh, anything else probably sort of blow it from a, even a blowout perspective. 
Yeah, is it lost? What are they lost at Belmont? Killed me. Well, Kemba Grange, we had uh, Las Vegas girl trade, uh, trade Bedford starter price $138.66. So um, good good prices about these long shots on Betfair. That's the other thing, Fitzy. So you can head it, head that way. If, uh, if you like anything over $10, head to Betfair. You're guaranteed almost a, the better price. Plenty of others that won. There was probably seven or eight that traded $100 plus in play and won yesterday. So... Plenty going on. Rose Hill Flag of Honour was a huge one. Hit $180 in play as well. Got the Chocolates Race 1. It was a, a nice horse, Chris Lee's trained horse. Uh, they got a big opinion of this horse and it might be a race for uh, this Flag of Honour in the spring. Something like a spring champion. Stakes, 2,000 metres. Might suit him down to the ground. He's a really nice horse. Fitzy, keep an eye on him. Hey, uh, one other thing I want to talk to you about. We're probably going to get futures up and going again, I think. Can we? Yeah, I think we are. Turn that up. That'd be good. Yeah. We're getting have you? Yeah, Dean will come back on. What what about I'm still I'm still in the Western Empire camp. People don't know how good this horse is. I'm I'm I keep saying it. Have you got a horse that's sort of not one of the main spruik ones that you're pretty keen to see in the spring just before we finish? Did you or that's did you trial files, racing.com, we tweeted out or we got an article Western Empire trialed the house down, mate. Mate, it's I've been saying it in the entire year. I've got the Cox Plate price. I think I've got 53s for the Cox Plate. The beauty of Betfair with that, mate, you can jump on at that price. If he starts on the day, he starts $5. You guarantee profit if you're laying off a Betfair, mate. So that's now, the beauty of it. are we in front here at Grafton? Is that us? You'd hope so. I haven't been watching. I'm pretty sure that's us. That is the two. And what a way <laughs> to bring up, to start the day. It's not over yet, but you know what? <laughs> I think it's over now. And the kids go bang. Thank you. Thanks for coming. That's how you start your Sunday. Oh! Toowoomba tips. And goes to Two Dads, old Guzman chest. Two the dads. old hyphen, old Two, two Dads. dads. Can, I, can I just put your favourite your favorite song? How's yeah. this? Speaking of labians, last night, Fitzy, yeah. I ordered, ordered a burger and a milkshake. As oh, no. On Saturday night. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Labian. I've got a milkshake. Like real thick type milkshake, yeah. no straw. Oh no! Get a That's, spoon. That is absolutely <laughs> in the lay bin. What am what I meant to do? Get a spoon, mate. Oh, sickening. sickening. Hey, um, uh, we're Devonport race number two here. We're on the, f- uh, we're taking on the favourite. We're going to go with the eleven Liscom here at Devonport. Tommy, that's all we've got time for. Uh, last at Chartin yesterday, someone, John from Bentley, yes, Aiden from Ballarat, racing at a home straight. Horse racing on Sky One popped up the odds of the upcoming race at the Greyhounds at the Gardens. That was funny. It's a labian one. <laughs> Tommy, always enjoy the show with you. Thanks for Good coming fun, in, brother. Mate. Thank you. Loved it. Sunday, bet fair edge. Don't let the bookies make the rules. And go to the hub, because Shane Julio's tips are there. Uh, Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock are done. But guess what? The six-timer, the skipper, he's rolling in. He's already given Hannah a bake on the way through. Hannah's already lodged a complaint with HR. She said, I'm never coming back to Sundays ever again. She grabbed the hair tie, nearly put it around her neck. She's had enough already. We're going to... We're out. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.